0: Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais in a sweltering hot Ontario, Canada, with The Yacking Show, episode number 181. And this is the show where we aim to entertain you, to enlighten you, and to enable you to survive in this strange and changing world we're living in. Our big goal is to uh, get you to look at some new perspectives for life and business and everything else. And to do that, we have many interesting guests. Today will be, no exception certainly an interest. Interesting guests, but it's not my job to introduce guests. Kathleen does it a lot better than I do. So, first of all, please welcome co host Kathleen Beauvais from Waterloo, Ontario. Hi, Kathleen. Are you enjoying the heat today?
1: <laughs> not so much, Peter, but I, you know what? <laughs> we can't complain because here in Canada, when it's winter, we complain that it's too cold. And in the summer, we complain it's too hot. So that's a Canadian for you, right? So but anyways, uh, thank you all so very much for tuning into our show. We so appreciate you. And we love reading your comments. So please keep those coming. And if anyone out there is interested in being a guest on our show, please don't hesitate to reach out to either Peter or myself. And as Peter mentioned, we do have another special guest with us today. I'm really excited to learn all about this new platform, or it's a platform has been around for a while, but um, we
2: are so excited to have Julie Arcado. Julie, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to talk email marketing with you guys today. Excellent. Good. Now, Julie, you are the customer education specialist at
1: Clavio, which is a business software platform, and we're going to go into that in just a bit. But first, for our audience, can you tell us a little bit about your background and then tell us what?
2: Clavio is all about? Yeah, definitely. So um, I've worked in the tech industry for the past six years. Three of those years have been at Clavio, and um, I've worked in two different capacities there. One is as an onboarding specialist, and I did that for my first two years. And that was a position where I was just getting New brands up and running with the platform, so they could start seeing returns with the um, with the system as quickly as possible. And then now I am, as Kathleen said, a customer education specialist, and so um, I create and run live trainings for our customers, as well as um, help to kind of coordinate our Friday FAQ video series. Oh, neat.
1: okay,
0: yeah, yeah, interesting. So. Here's a question in my mind. Why why would someone why would you advise someone to choose Clavio uh, <clears throat> compared to some of the other operating systems, business systems that are around at the moment?
2: Yeah, the hard-hitting question here. So um <laughs> is a unified customer platform. So what does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. We can kind of think about it in three different three different ways. First, it's a database. So businesses can aggregate their various technologies within the Clavio platform. So if you think about you're running a business, you have shipping software, you have um, you know, loyalty software, you have your e-commerce store. Those are all disconnected systems. So you can essentially merge all that information into the CLAVIO platform. And then from there, the second way we can think about Clavio is that it's a learning tool. Um, Clavio uses machine learning, AI, and data science to provide companies with insights based on their customer data, which brands reach out to their prospects or customers or just their subscribers um, at the right time in their customer journey. And then the third way we kind of think about the platform is, and this is uh, kind of when you think of Clavio, you think of email and SMS marketing. So we have these two main applications, email and SMS, where we can take information from the database in Klaviyo um, and using those learnings and message out to your customers um, the right messaging at the right time.
0: Aha, uh-huh. interesting.
2: So, so Julie, is there
1: would there be a key reason why a business should consider a platform such as Clavio? And I, and I apologize, by the way, I I think I pronounced it Clavio
2: when I first introduced you, my apologies, Klaviyo. That is, that is, I guess we, everyone gets that all the time. We actually have t-shirts that have it spelt out phonetically because (laughs) the need was there. So yeah.
1: Okay. (laughs) Yes. So so again, if if is there a key if I'm a if am I if I operate if I'm an entrepreneur and I have a small business, why is there is there one reason specifically why I should
2: look at this particular software? Yeah, so I would say the quick answer to that is it's a smart communication tool. Um, And this means that we're not just taking a mailing list or a texting list that we have, and we're just blindly sending out to the masses, hoping something sticks. We're taking real business insights that we can um, see within the platform, create segments in different audiences, and then communicate to them throughout the various points in their customer journey, um, whether they are just subscribing to your mailing list or if you have a sale going on or if um, you know someone has purchased from you and now it's time to maybe restock on that item, we can hit them at all those different points so that you stay relevant um, and can also communicate just really important maybe business messages.
1: Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: Yeah, interesting. Wow, I need to find out more about this. Yeah, <laughs> um, but while I'm thinking about it, have you noticed an upsurge in businesses t- starting to use software like this since the pandemic started, and and more businesses had to focus on non on remote marketing as opposed to face to face salespeople and all that?
2: Yeah, I mean, at the very beginning, no one really knew what was going on with the pandemic. Um, but then we started to notice that certainly there were specific industries that. Began to thrive, Um, you know. Thinking about home and gardening and health and wellness brands, where people are spending more time at home, they want their workplace or their workspace to be comfortable. Um, You know, health and wellness. People weren't spending as much time commuting, and they just weren't socializing as much. And so, there were certainly certain industries that really did phenomenal. Um, And there's certain brands I've spoken with that were like, oh, we kind of the sales from that period of time you know, kind of bled into the following months a little bit more, but there were definitely some industries too, that kind of had to pivot, um, and introduce new sales channels. And Mm -hmm. so, um, there's one brand that kind of comes to mind. We have a case study on them on the Clavia website that was a, they had a bunch or have a bunch of cafes throughout London and Mm -hmm. they had to close their doors in the, you know, kind of peak of COVID, Mm -hmm. um, or peak of the pandemic because of, Um, you know, what was going on. And so luckily they had some of the infrastructure set up already to, you know, really be successful with this, but they had to pivot from really just focusing on in-store sales to selling subscription coffee pods. And so that's really where email marketing became just Ah, critical for them. Yeah.
0: Hmm. So just expand on the subscription coffee pod. So this would be people sign up and they get the monthly or weekly delivery of their favorite coffee pods, um, exactly. Automatic. Yeah. They don't have to worry about it. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That could so, be. That could be useful.
1: What features of Clavio would you recommend for a business just to help them get started?
2: Yeah, so there's a bunch of features. I would say if you are looking to, I've been thinking about email marketing or SMS marketing and I, I want to just begin. I would say step one, um, once you and I will say too Clavio is a free plan. So anyone can just try it out and see if it works for you. Um, but I would say step one, integrate your e-commerce store. Step two, build a sign-up form um, that will live on your website so that when people come to your website, you can start generating those email and SMS leads because you can spend all the time in the world crafting a beautiful email or putting together a witty SMS message. But if you don't have anyone to send to, then you know, that's not, you're not really gonna get the results you want there. So um, the third is setting up a few flows or automations. It's the same thing. And I can elaborate on what those are in a minute. And then also mapping out your campaign strategy. So um, when we think of email marketing, for most people that just aren't really too familiar with it, Um, what you typically think of, uh, is campaigns. Those are going to be those one-time email sends that you do, where you decide the audience and the day that you're sending, and you just kind of send to that, that group. And that's it. Whereas the automations that I was just talking about, these are email sequences that you can set up that will just run in the background. So there's a little bit of upfront work, just configuring and building out those, Mm. those flows. But once they're built, they just trigger automatically and they'll just, you know, be sent out to people based on actions that they take, whether they're, they're abandoned a shopping cart. So you want to send them a reminder or they're looking at products on your website, but they don't actually add anything to the cart. At that point, you may want to send them a quick email. Hey, did you see something you liked? Things like that.
1: So, mm-hmm. so you have a team then that helps these businesses put this, put this all together, Correct. So it's not just about the business using your platform, but if, you know, if, if somebody has no idea where to start, you have people there to help kind of put it all together for them. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, so we have, there's a bunch of different, um, you know, options that are available. Um, I would say if you're just starting out, definitely check out, we have a clavio Academy, which has self-paced courses that you can take that are complimentary. You don't have to pay for them. And there are courses on getting started. There's, um, certification courses that you can take to become an SMS and email kind of, certified if you will um there's live trainings that you can attend that my team runs um there are also uh for certain brands we have onboarding um offerings as well um and then we also have uh one-to-one uh customer success manager resources but um those latter two resources are um for certain you know pay thresholds for uh subscription Mm. yeah
0: okay so i got a question, but while I think about it, whatever one likes or dislikes about Amazon, they have a pretty slick operation on email marketing. Uh, I, I spent, I'd buy quite a bit of stuff from Amazon and I'm amazed that three days after I bought something, I get an email saying, oh, because you bought that, you might be interested in this. Sometimes it's a good reminder that I actually need that, like a new print cartridge for my printer, for instance. Sometimes it's some an alternative what I've already bought and not, I'm not going to buy another one uh, to my mind they have it they've got the mix pretty good in that I get enough to keep me interested but not often so many that I get irritated and want to unsubscribe from the whole lot so they so this but with your with, with Klaviyo now even a small one or two person operation can can get as clever as as Amazon with their email and SMS marketing right
2: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we have a bunch of these flows that we've talked about. We've got a whole flow library. So a lot of the heavy lifting is already done. It's just a matter of applying your branding, um, adding your unique business spin to it. But yeah, we've got automations for every point of the customer journey, whether it's a welcome series when someone first subscribes to your mailing list a uh, browse abandonment series that we talked about, an abandoned cart series, mm-hmm. a product replenishment flow, a win back series to try and re-engage people, a thank you series after someone places an order to kind of humanize the brand and create that connection. So, and the list just goes on. Um, there's wow. so many touch points. Yep. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And you have templates for all those different emails yeah. in the system. Yep.
2: Yeah. Same thing so, with sign up forms as well. We've got Tons of pre-built templates uh, to help get you started.
0: So again, for the small business owner who's short on time, like most of us are, and perhaps short on expertise—they might not be know anything about coding or web design or anything else—it's very easy to operate with your system. Yeah, yep. Wow, sounds good. So, <clears throat> what sets you apart? Well, I mean, we've heard—I've heard the name Clavio a lot, and a couple of our guests have mentioned your your system. So what sets you apart? Why Why do you think you're the best in the industry?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of key features that kind of come to mind. One is the, the seamless you know, experience of getting these flows set up. They're great passive revenue opportunity. Again, like I mentioned, there's that upfront work of just getting them built. But once mm-hmm. they're built, they're running. Um, yeah. So I would say flows are phenomenal. Um, using SMS marketing are using us for SMS. The benefit there is that you have both your email communication and SMS within one platform. And we use the last touch attribution model. So what that means is um, we'll look and see, all right, if someone just received an email, but then they receive a text message, we'll look at the last one that they interacted with, whether it was the email or text and the revenue that if someone then purchases shortly after that, the revenue that we attribute will go to the appropriate channel um, as opposed to having the you know, your email marketing on one platform, SMS in another platform, Mm -hmm. the attribution models, you just won't have those insights into um, is the revenue from SMS, is it from email and with marketing, it can be a little bit ambiguous sometimes. So having both of those in one is is really helpful. Um, Some other features we have segmentation is key. Um, A lot of times when you think of email marketing, you think of personalization, right? And when it Mm -hmm. comes to personalization, you often think, oh, okay, let's put first name in like the subject line, or we'll put the customer's first name in the body of the email. But it goes so much beyond that. We can control if we're thinking about campaign sending, are we sending to this message that we're sending? Is it going to the audience that it's going to make sense for? Should we be excluding, maybe we're launching a sale and someone just purchased a really expensive item the day before. That's not going to be a good experience for them if they just spent a lot of money, and then they find out the next day there's a sale. So even excluding certain audiences from messaging that you send out um, really helps to personalize that experience. And the final feature I would uh, call out is benchmarks. Um, What we can do is we actually compare, um, and going back to that learning aspect that I talked about with The platform. Um, We'll actually compare based on your industry, your business size, you against, I believe it's about a hundred other brands within your peer group. And then you can see overall how your business is performing compared to those those businesses, how your email is performing, SMS. There's a lot of different things that we kind of look at. So you have a good sense of like, where do I stack up against the competition?
0: Wow, wow, wow i can I ask you something else on that one um, before I go back to Kathleen? so you mentioned you can analyze responses to sms and email, and which was the last touch so I think I speak for a lot of my generation who grew up before computers before email um, I get irritated by anything that comes to my mobile phone except a phone call or text message from family and a few close friends, and there's, there's one, one social media channel that I follow on my phone. Everything else has to be on the computer. So it's, it's perhaps hard to ask you an answer to a generalized uh, question, but do you find there's a huge generational difference in responses to text and email?
2: Yeah. And it isn't even necessarily, I mean, I completely hear where you're coming from with the generational differences. I mean, even personally, sometimes, you know, you don't necessarily want to be getting a marketing text message, But there's a time and place for it. Think about Mm -hmm. if you just subscribe to a mailing list, you're doing some shopping and you see, oh, if I subscribe or not text messaging, let's say you subscribe to a company's mobile plan, text messaging plan. um, And you see that by subscribing, you get 10% off your order and you're planning on placing an order. So you want that coupon code. Wouldn't it be nice to just get the coupon code right, right, like texted to you? Sure. So there are certain instances um, we usually recommend when it comes to SMS marketing, it's not used the same way that email's used. It's Mm -hmm. used in addition to email, but SMS is really meant for those um, urgent time sensitive communication. And, you know, SMS is, it's a quick form of communication. We're not drafting, you know, like it's not a, it's not a text wall. You're limited to a certain number of characters um, and so keeping it very brief and to the point is um, okay. you know, really beneficial.
0: Wow. So I, I've got something else I want to ask you in a moment, but let's, let's yeah. go back to Kathleen. I know she's, she needs to ask you a few more things there.
1: Well, I was just, I was just actually thinking of a company here that I have um, I have a membership to now. And I think they, they probably use your platform, honestly, because, and in fact, I think it's absolutely brilliant. It's, um it's it's a it's a it's a a grocery brand it's a grocery store basically and
0: come on give them some free advertising (laughs)
1: um and who are we talking about about. (laughs) i I won't but anyways um i can go and purchase some stuff into this in go into the store purchase items and then I they, it's like it No, of course, through AI, it knows that I've purchased, you know, all these items. And next thing I know, I'll get a discount the next time, like in a week's time on those specific, specific items, they'll discount them for me. It's. It, I think it's a brilliant system. It's very effective. It gets me back in the store. It really does. So it's brilliant. I just think that that's all I wanted to say. I think these systems are absolutely brilliant. And I know that you alluded to the fact that you have you're working on a case study, but besides that, can you tell us some of your client success stories that you've had?
2: Yeah. And I will actually say before I even answer that, going back to the online market, I had another example that, that came to mind too, where I was talking with someone recently um, and they were talking about how similar deal they, they were vegan. um, But there's this online market that they love shopping through. um, And, but they would be getting emails of, you know, maybe like new beef products or, or like dairy or like uh, poultry products or whatever it is. Um, and so being able to segment that out and ask people, you know, do you have any dietary restrictions? It doesn't even have to be, you know, are you vegan or not? It's, are you lactose intolerant? And you can ask this, collect this information um, and use it to make sure that you're communicating the right thing to the right audience, because you don't want to turn people off, right? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they love your brand, they keep coming back and they're shopping, but at a certain point, you can only take so many of those same messages um but to answer your question specifically about just success stories um there are a lot of success stories i will say that is that uh, we have a whole team dedicated to putting together these case studies and so definitely i would encourage people to check out the Clavio um the cleavio website if you just google like Clavio case studies you'll see the list of all of them but i will say from my experience with onboarding um the goal was to get brands onboarded within the first month or two. Obviously, the quicker we get them onboarded, the quicker that they're going to see return with the platform. And that's the ultimate goal here. We want our customers to be successful um, with their efforts. And so I would say just one big thing to call out is that it's not uncommon. It's very common for businesses to that have an established um, Strategy to see twenty plus percent revenue uh, coming from email marketing, and wow. so that's kind of the number to kind of aim for if you're just if you're just starting out. Twenty percent is one hundred percent feasible. I've worked with brands that have seen fifty percent revenue from email, um, and so that's just a good benchmark. But I will also say that. If you are starting out, you're going to see a lot of benchmarks. You're going to see a lot of numbers um, as you're researching this. And my advice to you is just make sure that if you are paying for a platform, that month over month you're just seeing value from that platform. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not hitting the twenty percent mark, but you're still the platform is paying for itself. So just work on that progressive, you know, growth, and, um, you know, that that would just be kind of a little. of advice there. Do you do you
1: work mostly directly with companies or mostly with marketing, bigger marketing firms that help the the smaller businesses?
2: Yeah, so when I was onboarding, I was working directly with brands. So as soon as they started using Klaviyo, I was helping them set up the sign up forms, the integrations, the campaigns and flows, all those things that we talked about a little bit earlier. I was helping guide customers. They were the ones doing the building, but I was there as a guide and a support to keep them on track. Now that I'm a customer education specialist, I'm kind of I'm not so much working directly with customers. Um, but I am helping to create uh, strategy sessions, um, workshops where people can build alongside me as we're you know building out different features in the platform. Um, so there are a lot of resources and there is actually a new live training that we, we launched last month that had such good response that we're planning on running it monthly where it's called Account Spotlight. And what we're doing is we're working directly with a brand that's using Klaviyo and we're taking screenshots from their account to prove that, hey, this is the strategy this is a, this is how they're thinking about their marketing. And here's the proof. This is what worked or, Hey, we thought this would perform a certain way, but look, it kind of flopped. So there's um, you know, it's a way to kind of open dialogue with business owners to really see what's working and what isn't working for brands. Mm,
0: excellent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if somebody starts using Clovio. That's every everything they need is in there. They, they don't need a separate autoresponder that's included in Clavio, is it?
2: Um, an autoresponder. What do you
0: mean by that? Auto. Sorry, my accent. I, oh. I speak funny because <laughs> yeah. I'd spent most of my life on a different continent. Auto, autoresponder. Oh, an
2: autoresponder. Oh, I see. Like There's this like this one, one that responder. has a picture of
0: a monkey on its brand. I don't want to go into names here yeah. in case I forget somebody. <laughs> Um, yeah. For instance, we, we are a fairly small business, Kathleen and I. So for that business, we use one of those and we create an email and it goes out to our list. Um, we send a newsletter every week and sometimes some extras. So, But that's all included. You don't need any other add-ons if you, if you sign up with Klaviyo.
2: Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. So best practice would be to have your own, um, your own email address with your kind of at your business de, you know, whatever, whatever that email address is, but you yeah. just set that as the reply address. So when you go to set up your flow emails or your campaigns um, you'll have that kind of reply to address there that's branded to your business. Beautiful. And then, yeah, you can then decide if anyone does respond to that email um, you could set up an automatic, like, you know, um, no reply, or you could say that it's coming from this address, but um, actually route their responses to a different inbox. If you have maybe customer support, that's managing uh-huh. a different box. So,
0: But that's all in your package. So you, don't have to, yeah. you don't have to sign up with any other outside suppliers of technology to make it all work.
2: No, nope, it's, all, it's all built in. It's, um, it's not a la carte. So when you are on the Clavio plan, you get the sign-up forms, you get segments, you get, you know, campaigns and flows. It's, it's not, you know, you have to pay extra for sign-up forms sure, or anything
0: like sure. that. Yeah. So, so I'm just um, trying, thinking that we need something like this because we send our weekly newsletter out to quite a big list of subscribers, which includes previous guests. So you will get it. Um, However, we know that some of those subscribers are more interested in health. If we interview someone in the health segment, others are more interested in marketing or business, some in philosophy, some in branding. Um, We could actually do probably a better job by targeting our newsletter with certain episodes to certain people in that group. So we could do all that with Clavier, right?
2: Yeah, you definitely could. You'd start asking people, um, you could even on the sign up form, um, if you have that on your website, what types of episodes are you interested in, in getting? Mm-hmm. Do you want to learn about health and fitness? Do you want to learn about, um, you know, building a business, you know, whatever different categories you have, and they would choose which one they want on the form. And then that data would get passed over to Clavio, And then you could create different segments and audiences for your this campaign was- planning.
0: So sounding good. And and yeah. I'm going to add to that. So we're in the process of introducing um, a different level of membership and that that'll be a paid membership. People will subscribe to get more in-depth videos and um, <clears throat> other content and, and be able to buy eBooks and things like that. So that'll be a separate audience. Um, so again, Clavio could look after all that for us the mailings to them. Correct.
1: Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Definitely.
0: Wow. Sounds good. I think we've got to have a closer look at this. Question.
1: I think so, too. <laughs> I do. And, and I know you have your burning question to ask, Peter, so I'll let you, I'll let you go ahead and ask.
0: Okay. So I'll, I'll, let, me, <laughs> let me do it quick before we run out of time. Mm-hmm. So we ask um, all successful people a, a, a variation of this question on our show. But in your experience, I'm going to relate it purely to technology. Would, would you say there's a single characteristic or habit or mindset that helps some business people adopt new technology like clavier more successfully than others.
2: Yeah. And this is a tricky one, but I think, you know, my, my advice would be to make sure that you dedicate the time to plan out the strategy first. Um, uh-huh. You know, the the, the, when you when you start working with a new platform, you want to dive right in. You want to go head first, um, start clicking around, seeing what's available, but that can very quickly lead you down the wrong path of getting overwhelmed. Before even doing that, do a little bit of research, figure out, you know, what's even available out there. And de- regardless of what type of technology it is, do a little bit of research, figure out, you know, what are common use cases, um, you know, what and then figure out yourselves. What, what do I want to get out of this platform that I'm looking to introduce? And no one, you know, one really wants to map out and do that planning, but it's critical because then what Mm -hmm. you can do is once you understand, these are my top three priorities, then it helps you to prioritize your tasks. So let's say you get started with Klaviyo and your, one of your top priorities is I haven't been doing email marketing. I need to grow my subscriber list. Well, then that's going to help direct you in, okay, the first week, I'm going to work on writing out the copy for my signup form, finding the images. If I want to include an image for my signup form and push that live, that's what Mm -hmm. I want to do week one, week two. I know I want to do, I want to add three flows to my, um, to my email strategy. Great. What are those three flows going to look like? How many emails are going to be in each series? What am I going to talk about in each of those emails? then drafting up the email and then setting that live. So breaking everything up into little steps, but having, you know, prioritizing what you, right. what you need to tackle.
0: Mm, that makes a lot of sense. And I've been guilty of just what you said, diving into stuff and getting overwhelmed and then taking shortcuts and messing it up.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's and you mean, sometimes, sometimes that's the way, sometimes you just have to do that, right? Like, yeah. especially entrepreneurs, you're doing a million things, but if you can just block off some time, it could just be half hour mapping out what do you want to get out of this and then that can kind of help you direct your research and um get it done thank you well you know what julie i think we're going to have to have you back
1: because yeah i think so more that we can learn here about clayview um so if yeah but happy to come back anytime yes wonderful (laughs) unfortunately for today we're out of time but um, Mm -hmm. thank you so much for being our guest today we really appreciated having you And once again, thank you all for tuning in. And until next time, take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.